Coming to you from Riverside Avenue in Getting Ready for a Real Decade, Minneapolis, this is Nice Games Club, the show where nice game devs talk gaming and game development. I'm Martha McGarry, and I make nice games. I'm Steve McGregor, and I make nice games. And I'm Martha Croy, I too make nice games. For this special Nicest of 2019 episode, we review a list of the nicest game we've played over the last year and go over what we're looking forward to playing and working on in 2020. And so, if everyone's ready, let's start. Oof, so this is the last... (laughs) Episode of the decade. Yes. A less new episode of the decade. Yes, right. We should probably explain. (laughs) Uh, We are going on hiatus again for the year 2019, I guess, to 2020. Uh, We're going to be revamping Nice Games Club. So we're going to be updating our website, our logo, other content, things like that. Um, Get it all ready nice and shiny for Mm -hmm. y'all in the new year. Yeah, we're going to sort of take a look at every part of the show and, you know, not a lot is going to change, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Maybe a ton will change. <laughs> um, but we just thought now's the time to sort of sit down, take some real time, and uh, and and kind of, yeah, launch it again. Yeah, totally. Um, and Martha, a big project that you're spearheading. Yes, making the new website, and we have, we have dreams. But <laughs> my hope is that it will be, like, Everything will be nicely categorized, so we can you can use it as a not only as a thing to listen to the podcast through, but also as a resource. All the links and show notes that we talk about, um, we hope, knock on wood, will be all nicely categorized on the new website, so you can click through and find, you know, oh, I'm doing something on you know level design, and find a bunch of articles and tutorials and stuff that we've linked to in the past uh, about that topic. Yeah, a lot of times we will put links in the show notes and they're really valuable for what we were talking about in the episode mm-hmm. but they're also just really valuable to have a collection of links about a topic and so we wanted to make sure that people can actually use it for that purpose yeah so yep but uh don't worry we'll be back pretty soon we'll be back in february mm-hmm. in the meantime we'll have nice replays uh we did the same thing last year uh and they'll be available to you in the coming weeks yeah, we picked out a couple of our favorites. So I think we have enough episodes now where they, I doubt they'll even feel like reruns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have a lot of content. <laughs> That's why we got to revamp and organize it all. Yeah. So best of to close out the decade in yeah. uh, our third year. Yes. Yes. Um, before we start with the best ofs, we should talk about the best of 2019 games released here locally oh, yeah. in Minneapolis. Um, Starting up, Widget Satchel, of course. Buy it. It's out now. Yeah, this is the first episode we're recording after it's been out. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> like, I'm still terribly stressed because there's oh. still, like, post-launch activities. Yeah. Um, but it's that. it's out there now. Mm-hmm. And it's in the world. It's, yeah. like, it's kind of, it's a very weird feeling. Yeah, it's, yeah, I actually, I was talking about this with my brother uh, recently in that, like, uh, how how you treat your game after launch mm-hmm. like i've i've read on twitter and stuff that like some people don't even touch their game after they've released it uh maybe like they're in a triple a thing and like they didn't work on certain aspects of yeah. it or maybe they're indie and like they've just been playing it over and over and over again and they're <laughs> sick of it i don't know um but like a lot of people but my brother he well, he does it he's he'll uh like watch people play games uh, play the game he made um a bunch because like uh, i think he he he's a little paranoid about how people will you know, uh, feel about it and yeah. on the release and stuff. So there's a bunch of different ways you can go about. I've definitely done that. So yeah. a bunch of YouTubers and streamers have, have streamed Widget Satchel mm-hmm. and uh, either just like 15 minute sessions or an hour session or two hour session. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to watch every minute of this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like when you're playtesting a game, you know, the universe of the game, it, you can contain it all within yourself. Yeah. At a certain point though, 
it, some of it will escape your notice. Mm-hmm. And that's a very strange, it's a good feeling, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's a sign of something good. But um, I'm like, oh man, I can't, uh, they're sort of popping up one a day, mm-hmm. roughly, mm-hmm. Um, w- uh, which is like not bad yeah. um, in terms of it, you know how it's getting out there. Yeah. And but at the same time, like I can't watch an hour of Widget Satchel every night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> I kind of want to. Yeah. Um, and it's very gratifying to hear people talk about you know well one to see them like knocking all the junk around mm-hmm. like instinctually. Yeah. Like I've heard people on streams go like, what is even the point of any of this? Whack, 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 whack. <laughs> like, yeah. like they can't help themselves even uh, if they don't see. So that's been nice. A lot of the things that we put in there that we wanted people to see are working the way they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, the key is, is actually getting it into enough people's hands that like they can see it too. Yeah. So in terms of like, was the, was the game uh, successful in terms of what we wanted it to do? I'd say that like, we had, you know, there are still, I can still see the seams and the creaks and mm. I can even spot a couple of bugs, yeah. um, you know, but it, it, the game is what we wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and people reacting to it has been good. Um, so uh, we were talked in many episodes ago about what we define success. Yeah. And I think that is sort of number one is like, is the game what we wanted it to be? Yeah. Did we do a good job yeah. uh, making it? Mm-hmm. And I think we did. Yeah. So anything after that is gravy. Yes, yes, totally. Uh, yeah, um, another game uh, that came out, Treasure Stack. I worked on work on this on my day job, um, and it went fine. <laughs> you still have your day job. I still so right. it went great. I didn't get fired. <laughs> That's a good sign, right? <laughs> uh, that yeah. came out early this year. It did. It came out in March. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was the beginning of March or the end of March. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's out on uh, Steam uh, X. Box and switch so you know if you want to check that out you can too mm-hmm. um fuse came out uh our he's been on the show for will tice uh he worked Woo! on that game a whole bunch um yeah and it's like it's not just it's not really it's not just a game you can build your own games in it correct yes it's like it's um i mean you know dreams is yeah. the big ps4 it's it's like that but with a more sort of like diy or kind of Mm-hmm. Um, a tinkerer's kind of uh, uh, aesthetic, cool, uh, which is really neat. Yeah, you can make all different kinds of game types and tons of assets and yeah. an actual scripting language. Uh, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, and that's out on Switch. Yeah, yeah. If you've always been interested in programming uh, and you haven't had a chance to yet, this is a good opportunity to. Mm-hmm. Comes with free assets and stuff. So. Yeah, and Will had a hand in making a lot of that stuff. Yeah, he's um, he's always great at art. So mm-hmm. good. Tactics V came out recently too. Um, it is uh, a tactics game. Um, it's made by From Nothing Game Studios. It's just local. They made other games previously. That I think there's a couple of games that they made that was on like the Wii U and stuff called mm-hmm. like Grav Grav Blocks. Um, it's cool. It's a it's a cool game if you're interested in tactics games, and no, you don't want to play Fire Emblem with its 90 hours. Of <laughs> you can check out Tactics V. Um, Newton One came out as well. Uh, well, out on Switch and PS4. It, was, it came out last year uh-huh. previously, um, but the developers were calling it a beta, right? It's early access. Yeah, early access. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So you could get it, mm-hmm. um, but I think the true launch happened this year. Yes. Yeah, totally. Which is so exciting. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I played through it on the Switch. It was, it was a fun time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anodyne 2 also came out. Uh, we had uh, Marina on the show. She had worked on uh, a lot of the development of the game. Um, so you can check that out. That's out on Switch and Steam. No, it's not out on Switch. It's on right? PC only right now. It's I on believe. PC only right but now. But it, is, I think it will come to Switch, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then Extreme Mining, who was made by Ben Burns, who also made Color Jumper. Mm-hmm. He's been on the show once or twice in the past. Uh, 
yeah, I think that is our list of locally released games, but there are probably more that we haven't heard of. If there are, please let us know. Yeah, yeah tweet at us and we'll, we'll, we'll check them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, let's start with the, our best 2019 list. Just or, remember that well, this is best, best, quote unquote, best, quote unquote. Best un- yeah, it's not really the best. It's just the nicest. It's the games we you know, thought were notable um, that we played over the past year. Yeah, it's kind of almost like a gut instinct. It's like pick pick two. Yeah, and like what? And then are they the best? Are the ones? Are they just the ones that come to mind? Um, and we got a couple of runners up and honorable mentions to chat about too along the way. I'm sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I guess I'm first on the list in our show notes. <laughs> um, I kind of had a funny year for playing games because I played a lot, like especially during the summer, I was playing a lot of itch games um, that I had bought a long time ago, uh, and then. Where it was getting to actually go through my backlog and go through all of them and play them. And so I found a lot of ones that I didn't really like and a lot of the ones that I liked. I didn't find very many games that were impactful this year mm-hmm. that weren't, that were released actually in this year. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to be talking about some that weren't released this year. Yeah. So one of the, the games that I played on itch that really meant something to me was read only memories, which I've talked about before on the show. Um, and that did not come out in 2019, but. Um, I, like I played it this year and I really, it really, I really liked it a lot. Mm. It was really hopeful to me. Like it was a game where that had a really diverse cast of characters. Um, but what was cool about it was that their points of diversity, I guess, were not the problems that they were having. Like they were gay, but their problem was that they had to solve this murder. Like there was like, they got to be themselves and not have to have to um they weren't typecast right yes it it wasn't identity as plot yes Uh yes it was like this is the plot and they happen to have these identities um which was super cool and like i don't know it 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 made me feel hopeful for the future i guess Mm -hmm. and that that i think this year was good (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. um Another game that I really liked playing this year, which also did not come out this year, was Destiny 2. Yeah. Um, uh, but there was like a big expansion or something this year, right? Yes, yes. Lots of new content. On, and um, I had like taken a, a break of playing it for a while um, and so came back to it this year and have been playing it like, obsessively the past couple months. Um, and like it's so much fun to be able to play with my friends and just it's so good to play after work because it's like a mindless sort of thing. Like you don't have to pay attention to the story. You just be like, okay, how many things do I have to shoot (laughs) to get the points to get the thing? (laughs) And it's like meditative kind Mm of. Um, And my honorable mention is the goose game, (laughs) which Ah. did come out in 2019. (laughs) Um, And I didn't really like playing it, but I have like the memes were so good. They still are good. Like <laughs> all the Halloween costumes that happened. Right. Untitled Goose Game is one of the best games, not for gameplay, but for <laughs> for just being itself. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> That's pretty great. Yeah, I mean, we we talked a lot about the Goose Game mm-hmm. when it came out, and uh, you didn't play it, right, Steven? I still haven't played it, no. Yeah, Martha and I did, and we both had kind of like so-so uh, uh, <laughs> feelings, really, really good things about it. And glad everybody's enjoying it. Yes. <laughs> but then reservations. And you can go back and listen to that episode if you want to learn more. Yes. But. Um, I, I started playing Destiny 2 finally. Oh, um, yeah. Because I got a free copy on Stadia, which is the thing I got uh, as, in, as a professional curiosity. 
<laughs> and uh, because they were giving away Destiny with it. And I, I have thoughts, um, which we don't have to get into. <laughs> we could well, do a whole topic on it. I know. Time. I feel like I should save it because like, I have a lot. I just at the, It's all just re- ready to go about yeah. how garbage it's UX is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair. Most of the time, I have a good time with it because I can be like, Dylan... What what is the point of this thing again? He's like, oh, you do this, and then you go here, and you can make look this up, and then you go here, and you talk to this person. I'm like, okay, cool, got it. Gonna go do that now. <laughs> well, I need like a librarian, like you have Dylan. There yes, <laughs> to walk me through it. We'll get Dale on that. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, uh, like I was telling her, like Dale, you should play Destiny. It's from the makers of Halo, and you yeah. you love that. And the story is just as dumb, and you don't have to care. Like you don't care about the story in Halo. <laughs> And she's like, hmm, that sounds pretty good. So. <laughs> okay. It is cool. a lot like Halo. Like the feeling of playing it is a lot like that. So. Yeah, I think the thing that, um, I didn't, I haven't played Halo, but I watched Dale play it. And I played a lot of the old 90s first person shooters where some of that Halo language still lives. Yeah. And, and the thing I noticed about Destiny is just how high you can jump. And the idea of like using verticality and like, and I'm like, oh, this this feels familiar to me kind mm. of. So I, I got into it in that okay. sense. I, I think um, maybe it's because the weaponry is such that it, it wants you to upgrade all the time. But once I got comfortable, the thing was like, man, I have to reload all the time and it takes forever. And then I'm like, oh, right. There isn't just four weapons in this game. It's like a bazillion. <laughs> and I need to like do a whole meta game to figure out what's the one for me. Not as excited about that. Ah, yeah. But um, basically yeah. just throw away anything that's blue. <laughs> Purple and higher is what oh, you right. want. Oh, the color coding. St- oh, man. Okay. <laughs> We'll, we'll have to talk off we'll, mic about strategy for yeah, you. We'll, we'll, do a, we'll do a special maybe. Uh, Martha explains well, Destiny dang to it, Mark. That means I have to play it. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Obviously. This is what you've gotten yourself yeah, into, yeah, Stephen. I, I didn't even sign up for it, but I guess I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I, there's cross-play, right? Right. So I would love to, to play, but like I, I play only on a controller, so I'm at a huge well, disadvantage. here's the secret. Yeah. One, you don't have to play multiplayer against people. Yes. Okay. Two, I play also with a controller on PC. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Because that's how yeah. I play it. Well, sweet. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe we should do this. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I keep saying. Well, we have a couple weeks off, so maybe we can. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be working very hard on the website. We are definitely not playing Destiny 2. <laughs> Uh, okay, I've got some games that I picked out for the year. Um, these came out this year, um, which is, I think, the bare minimum requirement in the rules. <laughs> not- yeah, that, that's right. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, I played them this year. That's what matters. Yeah. Um, first one is Control. Um, and okay. I talked about this when it came out. Um, that uh, it's definitely, it hits all my buttons. Mm-hmm. It is a third-person action game. It is a linear story. <laughs> <laughs> it has brutalist architecture. Ah, yeah, it does. Um, it has a lot of uh, bureaucratic documentation. Yeah, um, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it has a protagonist who's like not gruff. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Not like, but also not a not a total like occupational irony. Yeah. The the main character in it, um, it it's very it's a unusual story arc for a main character, mm-hmm. but just like moment to moment. I really enjoyed playing as her. Okay. I like, I thought that it just felt right. Yeah. Um, and so tons and tons I loved about the game. Um, but ultimately it's sort of open worldy. It's a little more Metroidy, but like sure. it, after what, sometimes you're just going tons of backtracking, um, you know, going uh, back and forth to people to pick up missions. Yeah. And then you fight zombies pretty much the whole time. Oh, it, you know, not really zombies, but yeah. essentially zombies. Uh-huh. So like, 
there were things that hit all of my anti buttons, <laughs> but um, these are the kinds of games I really, really love. Uh, the AAA experiences I love. Last year I talked about Spider Man. Yeah, same kind of idea. Just something that can really get me into a, a simple loop, a competent third person action game that has like a story that doesn't insult my intelligence, mm-hmm. that has a couple of clever ideas, um, but isn't trying too hard to be clever. I guess. Um, and when it did walk up to that line, that's where I had a little bit of trouble. Ah, yeah. Um, and Control does a bit of that. I'm anxiously awaiting the DLC. So I, I really, really liked it. And cool. the architecture, the brutal architecture of it, I really love it. And yeah. I think people are like taking it as a kind of irony. Like, isn't this so funny how like crazy and blocky and ridiculous this looks? Mm-hmm. But like, I seriously do like that kind of architecture. Oh, th- yeah. It looks really cool. I yeah. uh, There's this website I follow called the, uh, Dead End Thrills. And they have like, they take a bunch of really cool pictures of like most recently. Um, release triple a games and yeah. things like that and they have a bunch of gorgeous pictures of control and i i, I took a few of those uses backgrounds and stuff because like it's really cool yeah. Like, I like oh yeah it. they added a photo mode of the game finally ah, and okay. people were like that's what we're right because it just it's a gorgeous game really yeah. really well done and mm-hmm. a lot of that is due to the art direction okay and you yeah. know that works well in a, in a sort of an artificial setting um but i earnestly love that kind of architecture and it was really cool to see uh, not just it represented in a kind of a crazy way in the impossible spaces that the game created mm-hmm. as part of its supernatural storyline, but also in the sort of small spaces, the sort of 1972 banister up a staircase kind of stuff. Yeah, like huh. it showed they really kind of did the research, you know? Um, and so it was just cool to see all of that. Cool. Um, There's a cool video Polygon just put out about brutalist architecture yeah. and talking with the developers about that game. Mm-hmm. So we might. Yeah, it's fun to for that. Um, okay, the next one I've got on my list is uh, Link's Awakening, um, which I don't know that it would... I don't know if it's my, it was my favorite gameplay experience, but I never played the original on Game Boy. Okay. And I didn't play Zelda growing up. So my first Zelda was... Um, well, I played Zelda 2. Oh, sure. That, I, to hear a lot of people say it, that hardly counts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do love that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but my first real Zelda experience uh, was with um, Phantom Hourglass on, okay. the, on the DS. Okay. So, you know, um, well into adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I came to the series in a different way than I think a lot of its longtime fans do. And so Link's Awakening was a lot of fun because it sort of made me, like, just reading about all the nostalgia for it. And it has this sort of cute sort of uh, Playmobil styling. Yeah. It sort of gave me the impression of what it must have felt like to play that in the backseat of a car. Okay, yeah. Um, so I, it was kind of fun to sort of feel. like, And the, the gameplay was really old-fashioned, which I really liked. Um, and so it was just, it was a unique experience that I don't really get a lot. And cool. Really, or I, I dug it. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a cool game. Fun mm-hmm. game to play. Mm-hmm. Martha, did you play it? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> there were so many games that I wanted to play and then didn't. Yeah. Uh... There's a long list. <laughs> no, I didn't play it, mm. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, okay, my honorable mentions, I got a couple. Baba is You. Um, if you want to hear a little bit of us talk about that, um, we did when the game came out. But also, last year's Nicest, we had Ellen on as a guest host. Yeah. And she was really looking forward to that game and was nice. really selling us on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that turned out to be one of the best of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, really like that game. Yeah, it's cool. Lot, uh, like, pure mechanics, lots of uh, problem-solving yeah. puzzles. I'm way into that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, very charming as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Luigi's Mansion 3. Love yeah. That, love that game. Uh, Lived up to your that. expectations. I think so. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it just, it just met them. Just met okay. my expectations. Cool. Um, really, really fun. Uh, despite the doors. Uh, despite the doors. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what happens to the doors? Uh, you can go back and listen to the episode where we talk about it. So <laughs> hear more about some of those little things. But like I said okay. in that episode, seeing those little creaky flaws 
in a flagship Nintendo title made me feel better about the the things we couldn't really get around to, yeah. you know, yeah. in, in our games. Like, mm-hmm. like hey, you know what? Not everything has to be 100% polished and people will still love it. Right. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Mario Maker 2 is the other one on my list. Ah, yeah. uh, that one kind of, like all user-generated type games that I get into, mm-hmm. it's it, like very hot and then I forget about it immediately because I just do not have the time in my life. Yeah. Um, but I wanted, it was nice to, looking back on the list of games that came out, I was like, oh, right. For four days, that was all my life was about, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but so I, 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 you know, I'm happy for, for that to have been true. Yes. That's good. Cool. Uh, should I go over my list? Your I mean, list is like ha, very long. <laughs> I tricked you. It's not a list of nicest of 2019 because whoa, whoa, whoa. I cheated. <laughs> I played a bunch of games, but I... I where, did, where was the meeting where we all decided to break the rules? <laughs> We had that. You didn't. You weren't invited. To I you? guess not. <laughs> um, okay. Fist so I, bump. Yeah, fist bump. <laughs> it happened, y'all. Um, okay, so I played a bunch of games, um, uh, you know, over 2019, but I none of them really stood out to me as um, nicest. I would say so. Like, I, I'm going to just list out a bunch of games I played. Steven, you just played Smash. Yeah, basically. That's the reason. That's the reason <laughs> why Skyrim. I couldn't pick one <laughs> because I would have just said and Skyrim again, and I can't do that for like the third time. So, <laughs> um, before I do that, though, I want to list a bunch of games I didn't get to play. Ooh, uh, I didn't play Sekiro. I didn't play Luigi's Mansion Three. I didn't play Pokemon <laughs> Shield. I didn't play Cadence of Hyrule. I didn't play Borderlands Three or Death Stranding. I wanted to play all those. Didn't get a chance to. Yeah. Um, but these are the games I played that I thought were okay or, you know, good. Or, <laughs> but I would, <laughs> something like that. I don't know. Uh, Katana Zero. I like that game. It's You play as a uh, samurai and it's kind of like a stealth game. Uh, I played it on the train, though, so it wasn't really like the best situation. I would like play it on a, on a, in a living room or something because there's like narrative and stuff. There's some beats that I didn't that didn't really hit me as well because I was dealing with other people screaming on the train or whatever. Um, I played Slay the Spire, which was fun, but like then I finished it and I was like, "That's enough for me." I don't know. It's a roguelike game where you play where you play with a deck of cards, oh. which is interesting. It's really cool, but mm-hmm. um, I thought it was well designed. But like after I beat it, after I beat it with like the three characters you can play as, I felt like I got my fill of it. I also played Super Mario Maker two, and kind of just like Mark, I played it for about a week. Finished a level and I was like, oh, maybe I'll try another level. And then I just kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun, though. It's a good game. Um, I also played Celeste, which was not released last year um, or this year, but uh, I was just getting into it now. Um, and I enjoyed it. But like after a while, I felt like I was just kind of going through the motions. Uh, I need to play that game. I, yeah. ha- I have a copy. Now. You actually should very much play it, Mark. Yes, I think it's yeah. your kind of game. <laughs> it's, I just need to sit down and do it. Yeah. 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 It, it, I mean, it does, it does kind of hook you a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's worth it. Um, and then I also played this game called Crossneak. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Crossneak Plus. It's like a puzzle game. It's kind of like an action puzzle game, but you you need to make crosses of like like or similar colors on this board. That's um, the game that was like advertising itself as like uh, Dreamcast aesthetic. It's right? very Dreamcast aesthetic. Yeah, I followed the developer on Twitter and yeah. it was just um, uh, very charmed by the. Not not the game for me, but I, <laughs> yeah. like very, very charming. Oh, yeah. I was hit a little bit with nostalgia because of all of the, like, as soon as I hit that, I was like, oh, man, this is on Sega, ain't it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty great. Um, I, I liked it, but, like, I, I'm not huge into action puzzle games, and I need, or I need somebody else to, like, play it so I can be competitive with them yeah. or I can play it a bunch. So I didn't get into it a ton. But those are all those games, and they were good. You uh-huh. could play them. 
Maybe you'd like him better than I did. So uh, <laughs> why do you think uh, nothing struck you? I, I don't know. Um, I mean, honestly, a lot of it is because I had Smash and I just felt very satisfied playing that game. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but I think, uh, I, I, I don't know. I think that like the year, uh, I think last year we went over games that like we were really looking forward to next year. Um, and I don't think any of them came out that I was really looking forward to. Like Neo 2 didn't come out. I might have put that on the list. That's coming in March? I, is it? I hope. Sometime next year, definitely. Yeah. I think. Um, and then like uh, other games uh, that came out, I just was not super interested in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There was like, I, I mean, I wanted to play like Luigi's Mansion 3. I was interested in playing Control, at least for the, I've always wanted a game where like you do a lot of actiony stuff with, with physics. Yeah. It doesn't sound like Control hits the buttons I'm looking for from that, but it's kind of close or it's kind of similar to what I was looking for mm-hmm. um, and things like that. But I don't know. I just, well, it feels like this feels like it's already the end of 2019 like that. How did that happen? Like, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'll get to that. And now suddenly there's no more time to get to that. <laughs> like, yeah, that's part of it, too. Um, and I mean, like, we're I mean, we were working on a bunch of new stuff. I was I, I honestly I was I, I should have put Widget Satch on here, but that would have been cheating because <laughs> I was honestly looking forward to playing that. And now I have it and I can play it on a train and wherever. Yeah, that you had said that's why you didn't buy Pokemon. Yes, that is in fact the reason why I didn't buy Pokemon because I'm too I'm too busy playing Widget Satchel to deal with Pokemon. Um, also, Pokemon is long and I never beat them. I only play them like halfway through, <laughs> and then I get bored and stop playing. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, it's not like games that came out were not good. And even the games I played, they were good. Mm-hmm. I just they didn't stand out to me. None of them like they like games in the past did. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's because I'm changing or the, the games released this year just were not for me or what. But I don't know. I guess a lot of things changed for me this year too. Like I moved out of my parents' place and like I'm still working a new job. I'm starting a new project. A lot of things changed. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was part of it too. I don't know. Yeah, well, at any rate, <laughs> we got next year coming up. Yeah. Um, we're going to go over our most anticipated games in 2020. <laughs> Appearing for the third consecutive year. <laughs> wait, wait, let me, let me get your soapbox. <laughs> Oops. That's all. <laughs> I know that they're real busy mm-hmm. and people have harassed them a lot. So please don't harass them. Mm-hmm. But I'm very much looking forward to Ublitz when it comes out. And we'll be trying to give them my money for this very anticipated thing. Mm-hmm. No matter if it's good or not, they still deserve my money for the hope and inspiration they have given me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like Ublitz is one of those c- games where uh, it's very jiffable, right? Mm-hmm. And it looks great. And you're like, well, what do indie games cost? Indie games cost like 15 to $20. Like anticipated ones, yeah. you know, will cost like 20 to 30 or something. And like, if all it is is just looking at something cool for like a couple an hour or two, it's totally worth it. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, like, oh yeah. There's no way a game like that could let anybody down. Yeah. <laughs> They're so cute, and they dance. They dance now. It's a dance off. That's oh. what the battles are. It's oh. amazing. <laughs> That's pretty great. Oh wow. That's all. Oh, um, Animal Crossing is coming out. I'm looking forward to trying it mm-hmm. because the last Animal Crossing game I played was the one that everyone says is bad. Oh. So, like the DS. I didn't know one there of was the a DS bad, one. I didn't know there was a bad Animal I don't know. Crossing game. <laughs> well, the one that people are like, oh, yeah, you should probably try it, like, diff- try a different one than that one before oh. you give your, like, make your impression mm-hmm. on okay. it. Um, so, whenever that comes out, I'll probably pick it up just to try it again. Mm-hmm. And then um, another very gifable game, Skateburb. I hope, I hope that's good. <laughs> Yeah, that's a real game. <laughs> Speaking of skateboard 
based ones. Mm-hmm. Ollie, I want that game oh, to come out. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Ollie, yeah. So <laughs> locally developed game. Mm-hmm. That is a dog on a skateboard, and it's very adorable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that looks like a great game. I, I uh, just seeing where it is, I think it's in a pretty good spot, but I don't think it's going to come out next year. Oh. Just saying. <laughs> well, I mean, prove well. me wrong, Alex. Please. <laughs> <laughs> no, Alex, get some sleep. <laughs> Healthy game devs, better game devs. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Speaking as someone who has not gotten a lot of sleep, <laughs> healthy game devs, yeah. better game devs, Mark. <laughs> Doing my best. <laughs> Y'all are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Mark, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to new consoles. Ooh, oh, yeah, that's right. That is going to like PlayStation, Xbox. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just kind of cool. Like, I, yeah. I, I, have no, I have no justification. Like, consoles are as good as they're ever going to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a developer, like, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't have AAA budget, so I yeah. can only push them so hard. Yeah. I mean, I would certainly love to have more overhead so I can be a little sloppier with my code. <laughs> but like, aside from that, yeah. I don't need them to be like better or different. It's just fun. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. exciting. And of course, new controllers, which I'm all about. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like so, it. I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to that because like, um, it, I think w- there's just a, a like a refreshing time where... Everyone sort of rethinks their strategy. Big companies try weird stuff. Yeah. And you don't get that a lot. Mm-hmm. And so they, they're throwing spaghetti at the wall and whatever the next like uh, um, sort of like business model or delivery mechanism or like, you know, um, sort of genre experiment, like whatever they will define the next generation, people will be trying that stuff now. Yeah. So we're going to see a lot of interesting things. Yeah. Um, and as a developer, it's pretty exciting because... Like I would be, I would love to get access to that hardware mm-hmm. and to you know to see w- how it works and to see how it's different from the previous one and just kind of like tinker with it. Yeah. Um. So I'm looking forward to that this year. Yeah, that's um, exciting stuff. Yeah. Um. And in terms of like as a gamer, I don't know that I'm looking forward to it for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um. But well, that's I mean, fine, I guess. Ha- have they announced any games that are coming out on? I know they said the the new Halo was going to come on the Xbox, whatever it's called. Yeah. Xbox Two. Actually, uh. I don't know if they like officially said that, but it's yeah. so hinted. Oh, okay, that it's pretty yeah. much that's the uh, launch title yeah. for the next Xbox. But I don't think they said anything about P- PS Five at all, right? Um. No, I don't think so. Like the uh, Sony did a couple of tech demos uh, demonstrating their their solid state memory yeah. and they used Spider-Man as their benchmark ah. running on a PS5 or they didn't call it that then, but then they said some in some random news article. Yeah, of course it's going to be called the PS5. <laughs> uh, the reveals are really interesting. Like uh, I don't know that they're going to have the same big press events like they've done in the past generation, yeah. which is seven years ago. Yeah. Which is just like we thought the previous yeah. generation was long. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, well, I, it feels like, wasn't that just last year? Yeah, like that's amazing. what it feels like. It's like, yeah. what? How are we even on a new on a new generation? I, for I me, know, anyway. I, for me, yeah. anyway. I, I mean, <laughs> forgetting that the Switch came out what two, three years ago? Uh, two, two and change. So it'll be yeah. three this spring. Okay. Wow. Um, See, like I, I just keep being surprised by that. I'm like, it just came out like three yeah. months ago, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. I'm really looking forward to these yeah. new consoles too. Um, even though we haven't gotten any games announced yet, like, you know, there's always new possibilities, new potential with new consoles. Yeah, and the idea of, like, the the embracing the model of, like, forwards compatibility. So yeah. games will live on the way they do on PC. Mm-hmm. And that's really exciting that's for independent so awesome. developers. Yeah. Is to, you know, then you don't have to necessarily worry about your scheduling. You don't have to worry about install base. You can, you can build a library title. You can... 
you know, you it, it can live on, right? It doesn't die with the platform the way it used to. Yeah. Um, and so that's exciting. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it also means perhaps limitations. The more and more we're buying things digitally, the more and more things are 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 rights managed rather than just a physical copy you own. Yeah. Even though that still also had a license attached to it. Um. So you know, there's the the conversations around those things are really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. And I I'm I I'm always fascinated to hear what people have to say about that stuff and you know and and where it fits in with all the other innovations and stagnant practices and you know uh, 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 new ideas and old ideas that won't die yeah. and like all that stuff makes it just it's it's interesting mm-hmm. yeah totally mm-hmm. the other thing I'm looking forward to is some high profile indie games ah. uh, both of these ones uh, got announced at e3 this year okay um, was it uh, uh, 12 minutes? Okay. Um, it's a game where you um, uh, sort of has a time travel conceit where you sort of play the same narrative over and over again. Oh, that's right. And okay. you can make different tweaks and changes to have it kind of move in a different way. Mm-hmm. And it could either be really melodramatic because I think <laughs> there is like a murder plot uh, um, or it could be really like narratively profound. Yeah. It really could go either way. Mm-hmm. But I'm interested in it because it's a mechanic that is not itself in terms of what you do terribly like groundbreaking yeah but in terms of like how the store how the game is structured it's incredibly unique it's one of a kind so uh, i and you know it's it's got a little bit of money and some push behind it so i'm excited about that okay, um, cool. the other one is spirit fair mm-hmm. um which uh, just uh, looks super charming and also has a really great narrative component so yes. i'm looking forward to that one all as of well. those things i can confirm i didn't yeah. get to play that at e3 so oh yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, and I would be cheating because I'm going to put that on my list too. Yeah. It's just like a hug them up. You just walk <laughs> to people and hug them, and it's <sighs> that's great. It's great. It's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did a whole bit. You did impressions on that on the E3 special we did. I did earlier this year, so you listeners can go back and listen to that. Too. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, let me go over my list. I'm still looking forward to Neo Two, as mm-hmm. I said before. Uh, it's not out yet, but I'm um, you know it looks cool. Um, there was like a beta or something on the PlayStation 4 that came out a month or two ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't get a chance to play it because I don't have a PS4. But, I mean, a lot of people seem to be into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for it. Um, and then I'm also weirdly interested in The Last of Us 2. Uh, I mean, I liked the first one, even though I didn't play it. I just watched my brother play it. Yeah. Um, and I kind of like watching... When my brother like plays games uh, for the family, he like displays the game. So like he plays it all cinematic-like. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> it's really great. Um, and so, like, I'm interested because, like, I felt like The Last of Us 2 had, or The Last of Us, the first one had um, a pretty cool narrative, an interesting narrative. Um, and I liked it a lot better than, like, the Uncharted games because, like, it felt like the gameplay made a, a lot more sense for this game. So, mm-hmm. The Last of Us 2 seems a lot more brutal um, than the first one, but, like, brutal for a reason? Maybe. We'll see, yeah. anyways, when it comes out. It's kind of another, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of be mean to it, but okay. it's like, you know, in the zombie apocalypse, the real monsters are your fellow right. humans. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Ellie is a really great character. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the first game, I really liked her and I liked her story. Yeah. And like her acclimating to this world. Yeah. It, which is, it was a little, un- I mean, not too far off the mark, but a little unique to that genre. Right. I like that quite a bit. And having Joel, the previous protagonist, be more of a sort of a, explicit mentor side character in this one seems like a really good evolution of that character. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool. I mean, yeah. I played the first one. I, I, I saw the giraffe like, <laughs> yeah, 
but again, zombies. Like I don't. What is it that all I'm games not, need zombies? I'm not into zombies. It, you yeah, know, like, if I, I I talk to my brother about them, I'm like, I, I hate zombies, and my brother's like, they're not zombies, they're clickers because <laughs> they have fungi in them, and that makes them move or something. Yeah, and I'm like, no, they're reanimated corpses. That's the zombie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I um because of like sort of the brutal like a lot of the cutscenes that have been shown or mm-hmm. a lot of the gameplay. Mm-hmm. I hope that there's more stealth. Yeah, there was quite a bit in the first one, right. especially when you're avoiding the clickers, right? Yeah. Um. Um. But there was still a lot of like drawn out shootouts yeah. as well, and I, I could do I could use less of that. Yeah, and I think that that game kind of serves better for that, anyways. Yes, like you were saying, like the story makes sense with the mechanics. Yeah, that's definitely true, with a couple of exceptions. And so I, I hope they smooth that out a little more, even in this game. Right. Totally. Um. Uh, I'm also looking forward to Spirit Fair. Like I said, it's a hug 'em up, which is <laughs> like the best. <laughs> um. I also put on this list Vengeance. What? Oh, you're uh, you're uh, a qualifier, perhaps? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna regret this later, probably. But um, we have plans to release the game next year. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a surprise. You heard it here now. I'm sorry, Lane and Charles, because I did not tell them I was going to be saying this on the show. Well, if it makes you feel any better, we've made promises on this program before. <laughs> That's true. true. And, we, and we kept all of them. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. I'm looking at my resolutions. I'll have to uh, go back to I... the tape on that. But... <laughs> don't. Don't. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, um, we've been working on it more recently. Um, I feel like I say this every few months, but like our intent this time. True, we though, were, right? Yeah, it is. Um, but our intent for this uh, previous work um, period is uh, we were going to work on it until uh, the end of the year. And then we're going to, after that, we're going to like reevaluate where we're at and then like just work on getting it released. So like, you know, adding in the content that you need in order to put it on Steam and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are our plans. Uh, well, uh, you will hear from us in the future if that doesn't come <laughs> to fruition. But I, I think, I think I, I have, I have high hopes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm saying here, we can do it. Yeah, and you know you can you, do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys have always felt that the game is on the verge of completion, right. For quite a while, yeah. And so that is always what is it? The the second ninety percent is the hardest, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you're sort of you're you're you've you're the game is fully scoped. Yes, there's no no more added content. You're even thinking about reconfiguring and trimming from yeah. the conversations I've heard you guys have. Yep. So it seems like you're really thinking about going into the the home stretch. Yes. Totally. For real this time. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. Yeah. I, like people need to get that game in their hands. They really do. It's so good. It's a very fun game. Uh, yeah. Should we talk about our New Year's game dev resolutions? Ha <laughs> ha. We must. <laughs> well, uh, we just copied and pasted mine from last year, <laughs> which is make a game like, like, like make a game. Uh-huh. So to be fair, Martha, you did release a game. True. True. Yeah. I, I released. I mean, it wasn't. I guess it wasn't this year, but like you know. True. So. That's true. Um, Not everybody can say that. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I. I'm. I because I don't do it for my job, and mm-hmm. I have limited time outside of my job. Right. Talking about making games actually takes more time. Like I do that more than I actually work on games. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm trying to come to terms with that mm-hmm. myself. Um. Because it's hard. When you're an adult and you don't have infinite time like yeah. you did when you were a high schooler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or even a college student. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So that's what I've been, I'm going to be working on is actually working on a game sometime in here. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, 
Even even if I just make a little one, like maybe that's what I should do is yeah. like not worry about making my bigger projects, but maybe like try to make something I can put on itch or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a visual novel that takes you a weekend that you can publish like that will give you enough energy to tackle the next bigger project. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of the things I used to tell people all the time when I was working in film is like you've you've had this idea since you were 14. Put it aside until you've made your fifth project. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And and even when you think you've done that, even when you think your thing is kind of small, it still kind of can be more productive to put it aside until you have some more experience. Um, I mean, it's not the only way to do it, right? Yeah. Sometimes chipping away at the big idea is the way to go. Yeah. But if you found that that's not working for you, then I think where you're headed is probably, hopefully will work better for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because what gets me stuck is is my skill level on a lot of the things like that I need. And then I'm like, Oh, well, I'll just, you know, play destiny instead. <laughs> so much easier. I can check all the boxes. I know how to do those things. <laughs> I mean, you laugh, but that's kind of a big deal to know how all those things are. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> you should feel proud of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> yeah. So that's mine. What about yours, Mark? Uh, mine is to now that witch's satchel's out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm filled with like a, 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 a sort of a, a big feeling of emptiness. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, what Aww. do I do now, right? Yeah. You're an emptiness. Oh, yeah. Like it is kind of, I sort of like, I'm sort of uh, uh, darting around looking for the thing to do. Sure. I mean, the game came out days ago. Yeah. Right. So like, you know, <laughs> yeah. there is still, um, you know, I, I, I'm sure I will at a certain point collect, um, you know, any uh, user reports that come in or any of the things I've noticed on the streams and do a patch release just yeah. to fix a bug or two or something like that. Sure. It's been, I mean, all the bugs I'm seeing are the bugs we knew were there. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, but then also we have, we've always had a, a, a feature update planned for the spring right. when we want to bring the game to Xbox and PlayStation. So I think that might be what I need to spend the next couple of months on. Okay. Um, but I do need a week or two off. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, get so, some sleep, please. <laughs> yeah. So my resolution is to, is to have a plan for all of this. Okay. Is to actually like, because I think even with Widget Satchel, it was always kind of like, well, I'll just work on it till it's done, right? And it, yeah. even when it had a schedule, like work on it till this date, right? Yeah. It was still like, well, then what? I never had a then what. Mm. Um, that was more just like, oh, go back to Metro Nexus or, or like, oh, it'll just be do the next project or whatever. Yeah. So I think I need to, um, you know, thinking about my company, thinking about like, what do the next four years look like? And, you know, that, that plan can change immediately. Oh, yeah. But I think I need to have a plan uh, more than I have had in the past. Sure, something to fall back on, right? Yeah, and then that, but that'll help me think, like, well, maybe I can start really properly budgeting for something. I can start working on, um, you know, some of the more infrastructure that it takes to run a business mm-hmm. um, more than just having a business. Um, and maybe I find that I don't need to do a lot of that, but I don't think I've given it a lot of consideration. Sure. I'm much more interested in the game making of a part of game making. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that would change too much, Mm -hmm. but I do need to kind of take stock of it all. So that's my, my plan is this year, by the end of this upcoming year, 2020, I want to sort of know what 2021 and 2022 look like. Sure. Um, cause I haven't had that and, yeah. and then things happen and I, I'm surprised and I don't know what to do with myself. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm like less prepared for swerves in the road. So I need to sort of, I need to buckle down yeah. a little bit more. Cool. Cool. Um, what about you, Steven? Yes, I am doing, maybe doing two, con- uh, contradictory things. I want to both work on other side projects and not work on games as much, <laughs> which can't really do both things. So are you opening a restaurant? <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. So I, I want to work on, like, I want to work on other 
um, smaller games. Um, largely because like I want to build up a portfolio, uh, not necessarily build up a portfolio of things so I look more attractive to future employers or anything like that. But just, um, I, I guess I also want to start developing a plan for the future mm-hmm. um, in, in terms of like where I want to be and maybe like it would be nice to be able to get some form of income outside of just work. Um, and I was thinking like maybe what I could do is like work on a bunch of side projects, throw them up on itch, and then maybe those can give me little small tails. And if I have like 10 of those things and the tail ends up being larger as a result of that, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I have a coworker who, uh, before he worked at, uh, where we're at now, um, he used to make educational games. Um, he has like a ton of them. Educational games are pretty niche. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, but they have like a audience that, you know, are dedicated to purchasing them because like teachers want games to throw out their kids so they don't have to <laughs> teach them or whatever. Um, and so like that has been not lucrative so much, but like it's been, you know, a, a small source of income that he can look forward to every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking like, it would be nice if I had that. Um, and in addition to that, like I could, uh, I mean, work has been pretty great in terms of like, I get to get my creative juices flowing um, at work and that's nice. But like, I don't, Currently, um, I, I like working on the project I'm working on now, but like I would also like to work on other things that are not necessarily related to a rhythm fighting game. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I want to work on more smaller projects, but at the same time, um, I'm finally kind of at a place now where I don't have to work on games as much. Like the past few years, in uh, when I started working or when I started, you know, when I started part of Nice Games Club, uh, I was very focused on building a portfolio so that like I looked hireable to people but now i have a bunch of games released and you know i i think that i'm in a pretty good spot in that point and i you know and also i'm working in uh, full time in my job and, and making video games so i can also start focusing on other things that i wanted to do like it would be nice if i could take dance classes you know yeah <laughs> uh-huh. and stuff like that have a rich full life yeah yeah, well, yeah maybe travel <laughs> and things like that you know i mean um, whatever <laughs> It sounds appealing to me too, so I'm I'm conflicted in um what I I want to do. So I I what I really I guess what I really need to do is I need to establish some uh form of working system so that I can handle both things. Maybe like I'll work on my project on certain days and then work on other things about myself on other days. I don't know. Yeah, have kind of a tier of of activity or goal mm-hmm. and then treat them as, you know, uh, uh, the, a bunch of cards in a deck. Yeah. So you don't have to think like, you know, this or that, but you can just have, Oh, this is of this category and this is the attention I give it to give yeah. to it. There's so many days a week or whatever. And I have two of them going on right now. Yeah. And one of them is a, is a little game I'm working on, on my own. And the other one is, you know, some other self-improvement initiative. Right. Yeah. 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 Like that would be nice. So I think what I need to do is I just need to, uh, try to uh, figure out a way to structure my life so that I can do the things I want to do <laughs> I suppose mm-hmm. which is not a super clear resolution but <laughs> I get to make it vague and then maybe not follow up on it <laughs> well here's a question like yeah. you know uh, uh, you sort of almost lamented the stability you've reached yeah, right kind of. it's weird right? does, does it kind of gnaw at you like when you sit and watch TV you're like I should really be doing something else or yeah actually yes it's and it's not even necessarily just like I, it's not a, like I should be working on games or I should be going outside or whatever. It's yeah, it's just I should be doing yeah, I should be doing something else. Mm-hmm. And it's not that watching TV is not enriching um, for me because you know I can get some stuff out of it. Um, but I do feel like oftentimes I'm watching 
some show I've already watched before that I'm not super interested in just because like I want to not do things. Yeah. Um, so maybe I just need to be more motivated to do things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's my that's my resolution. We figured it out. Thank you all for my help <laughs> for your help. Uh, I will be more motivated to do things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, uh, in 2020, what games will we be working on? Getting a little more specific now. Yeah. Yes. Well, mine will be a game. Uh huh. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you feel comfortable being only that specific? Well, like while we were talking, like talking about maybe doing a little small projects, mm-hmm. maybe. That is what I'll be doing. Okay. Um, either, but if it's like, oh, that's not working either, and go back to work chipping away at bigger projects, the point and click and the grammar crime mm-hmm. are my two big ones. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, I guess, all I can say. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> at this point in time, there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't want to be too specific and then eat my words later. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, you don't want to like use the new year as an excuse to upend your goals right, right yeah right? exactly so um i think i'm just gonna keep on keeping on mm-hmm. cool That's a good place. how about you two uh well a uh, f- couple of things three things that are definitely on my agenda and i need to as mentioned put into a more structured plan mm-hmm. um one is metro nexus yeah. which is a game i gotta get back to and this past couple days um since witch's satchel has been out i've been trying to sort of as I answer emails and do the other post-launch stuff, mm-hmm. I've been uh, taking my old code base and porting it to uh, Haxi, which is a language that I can then take to cross-compile to C++ and actually get it working on consoles, okay. uh, which is a sort of a goal I've had for that project for a long time. And the plan of attack to do that has been rattling around in my head for two years. Ah, yeah. Um, when Widget Satchel started, I've mentioned this in the show many times, I set aside Metro Nexus and I had, did not touch it. Mm-hmm. And that was really important to making sure Widget Satchel got done. Yeah. And I don't regret it, but um, I definitely feel like I'm making up for a little lost time. Mm. And um, it's been, uh, uh, looking at my old code, it's like, okay, it's not bad. Um, but the porting process is, um, I'm learning a whole new framework and yeah, oh, um, yeah. it's a little, all of the little shortcuts, all the little like, learnings that, 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 I mean, I'm like, I feel like a Unity ninja now. Oh, yeah. But like, I'm, I'm sort of happy that I won't be using it exclusively. <laughs> but also at the same time, it's like I have so much working knowledge of how to solve problems in Unity now. Sure. That I'm like, I want to make sure that I don't, one, lose that or have it have it distract me from the task ahead, which is to actually get widget satchel up and running right? or start to get the Metro Nexus back up and running. Yeah. Um, so that's the one big project and that is the longer term project, yeah. right? Um, that's a game that will take at least another year of development. I, I believe mm-hmm. um, the uh, immediate things are uh, updating widget satchel. Yeah. Uh, get it out on those other two consoles that actually, I think I will have a great fun doing that. That's good. Um, all the hard work for that project is done. Um, and so I, I think I will enjoy it. Um, there will be problems, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but also, uh, you know, adding that co-op that we'd always planned. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. You know, and the, the design of that is more or less complete. So it's, it's you know, I think what's going to be is like finding bits of code where I have like to do, uh, make this make sense for two players. Mm-hmm. Whereas right now, like you sort of hard code, uh, you know, uh, player numbers. Yeah. I, I left a lot of openings for, for multiplayer uh, in, in the current code pace. So we'll see what the task ahead on that one is. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest new feature I want to add for a content update. 
So that's number two. Okay. And then number three is I'm working with uh, Ben Burns, who we mentioned on the show earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, his game, Color Jumper, um, I'm helping to port that to Switch. Ooh. And yeah. I'm going to help him publish it. So oh, wow. uh, on Switch. So I'm really excited about that yeah. because uh, I get to tinker around in his code base, <laughs> which is great because uh, he's like, oh, there's like, oh, I'm sorry about that problem in there. And I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. And I get to be really blase <laughs> about it. Um, but it's a really well-structured project. Mm-hmm. I'm actually very pleased to be working with it. Um, uh, a lot of credit to him because uh, when you work on a project by yourself and then someone else takes a peek, there's a lot of uh, uisms that yeah. in, your, in your code base that is difficult for someone else to understand. Yep. But Ben did a great job building something that I can make sense of. Cool. Um, so uh, it's been a lot of fun doing that and it's very close to finished. Um, but he wants to make a couple of uh, content updates and t- oh. to, to really make it worthwhile okay. um, to, to port the project. And so... Um, but it's very close to being ready. So, um, you know, there's still administrative stuff and, you know, prepping builds and going through lot check and all the stuff you do when you you put a game on switch. Mm. Um, but I feel, I I think that's the first thing that's the, because it's so close. Um, and it's been a, it's, it's been a lot of fun and and it's a different kind of, uh, stress than (laughs) which, which satchel was. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm more shepherding this project. Uh, than spearheading it. Cool. Um, so that's been fun. So that's that's the third one, but I think that one's going to come first. Okay, awesome. Well, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be working on Rhythm Rumble. I've talked about this on the show before, but, you know, combination of rhythm fighting game. <laughs> it's a very strange, uncharted territory kind of thing. And so I'm really looking forward to working on it. I've, I've had a good time working on it so far, but, like, it's it's so different that it's hard to... My work knowledge of fighting games uh, is helping, but also hindering me because, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, because it, it's so different. Yeah. Um. And so, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm honestly having a great time working on it because it's so unique. Um. I love it. Um. And then I'll be working on Finjens. It'll be out. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting too. Um. I've changed up what I have been working on. Uh. For Finjens, like, I've been working on the dialogue. So I've been doing writing, mm-hmm. which is. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That's rad. It's yeah. been pretty fun. Uh, uh, we've had some characters in the game that have been in there for uh, a long time, but they never had any dialogue because we were focused on other stuff. And I just decided to put some, you know, uh, figure out what their personalities are, and then you know, write some things for them. And it's been it's been well received by Lane at least. So <laughs> <laughs> I've got that. Yeah. Um, and I make myself laugh sometimes when I'm writing these things, and that's half the battle, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I'm having a good time uh, working on Fintons, changing things up a little bit there. So yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to 2020 uh, this year is, or this next year. Is, it's going to be cool. It's going to be exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, check in with us again <laughs> about a year from now Yeah. where we can uh, all apologize for the things we didn't live up to <laughs> and talk about the things that surprised us and delighted us. Yeah. And, you know, because there's uh, never, nothing ever goes as you plan. Mm-hmm. Just got to be ready for the, the twists. Yes. Totally. totally. <laughs> hey, that's our show. If you haven't already, subscribe to Nice Games Club in your favorite podcast app. Be sure to give it a good review if you liked it or a nice like us. We need to know you're out there. So leave a review and tell all your friends too. We want to hear directly from you as well. So follow us on Twitter at Nice Games Club where Dale posts cool Nice Game Club news. That's just a weird way to put it. <laughs> We've been saying that for a couple of weeks. It's one of the things we'll be revamping. Uh, <laughs> For the relaunch of the show. Uh-huh. Uh, you can email us, of course, contact at nicegames.club. Last, you can find out more about the show and your nice house, as well as get all the links and show notes from this and other episodes at nicegames.club. So until we meet again some weeks from now, yes. remember to play nice and make nice.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.